What is up, young adults? Thanks for tuning in today. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Also, follow us at YA underscore Power Bluff. And as always, thanks for tuning in. Hello, Houston Young Adults. Courtney here. I'm excited to share the word with y'all today. I am going to jump right in. I titled this, Consider This. So there's things in the Bible that um, the word will instruct us regarding what we should consider in our lives. Things we should consider, things we shouldn't consider. Um, And so these are some, I have three scriptures about what Christians should consider, some considerations. And I looked into the word consider to understand a little bit more about what that really means. So if we're if we're trying to consider something, it means to think about carefully, to regard something, to fix your mind or your eyes upon something, to behold it, to gaze on steadily. So there's things that the Bible tells us to consider and to not consider. And so there's three areas that I've identified from the word that we should not consider and that we should consider. So we're going to go to those three things right now. The first one is in Romans 4 verse 19. And let me see if I'm going to read a little bit ahead of it. I'll read a little bit ahead of it. So we're talking about Abraham here. We'll go to verse 17. And it says, as it is written, Romans 4, verse 17, it says, as it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations before him who he before him whom he believed, even God who quickeneth the dead and calleth those things which be not as though they were, who against all. Hope believed in hope. So this is Abraham. He, be, he, he believed in hope against all hope that he might become the father of many nations according to that which was spoken. So shall thy seed be. Verse 19. Here's what I word, wanted to get to. And being not weak in faith, Abraham considered not. So that's the first thing we're talking about. He considered not his own body now dead when he was about a hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving God glory. And he being fully persuaded that what he God had promised, he was able to perform. So it's talking about Abraham's, uh, what was he considering during this time when the Lord said, you are I call you the father of many nations, but in his natural body, it says he was a hundred years old. He said Sarah's womb was dead. It says she was barren. She was infertile. He staggered not, and he considered not the circumstances. He considered not his body and the flesh. So the first thing that we as Christians should consider or not consider in this case is our flesh. Abraham didn't consider his flesh here. He didn't consider his body. He didn't consider the natural circumstances, what he could see, what he could feel, what was current and what was present. 
This is what we have to uh, always keep in mind as believers. We can't look at the situation. We can't look at what is happening, what isn't happening in our Christian walk, in our life of faith. If we want to see anything, if we want to see God fulfill his word, if he would have considered the circumstance, if he would have considered his body, if he would have considered the flesh and, and regarded that as higher than what God's word said, then nothing would have changed. It would have stayed in its current state. It would have, it, that would be the truth. That, that, what he, that which he was considering would have, uh, would have been the current state. It would have stayed the same or it would have gotten even worse. Nothing would have changed. When we consider the natural, when we consider the flesh, when we consider what the circumstance or the body is speaking to us, then we nullify the power of the word of God in our lives. There's that scripture in, um, in the gospels that, um, that Jesus tells the Pharisees, he said, you've made the word of no effect by your own tradition, by what you've, what, by what you have accepted as truth. And so what they did was they made the word of no effect. They've nullified the word even being um, effective in their life because they've accepted and considered something else as truth, as reality. So uh, just like Abraham, our father in the faith, we are to consider not the natural circumstance. Let's go to one other scripture for this point. Consider not the flesh. Consider not the natural circumstances of life. Go to Colossians 3 with me. And I'll read it from the NLT. And this kind of goes into our second point too. But verse 1 of Colossians 3 says, Since you have been raised to new life with Christ, set your sights on the realities of heaven, where Christ sits in the place of honor at God's right hand. Think about, consider the things of heaven, not the things of earth. For you died to this life and your real life is hidden with Christ in God. And when Christ, who is your life, is revealed to the whole world, you will share in all his glory. So, um, and then let's skip down to uh, verse 10 here. It says, put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. So this, in the beginning of this, uh, this chapter, it talks about how we are to set our, our sights on the realities of heaven, to set our sights on the things above and not the, 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 the things of this world. Set your sight and keep your minds fixed on what's higher, the higher things, not the things on the earth, not the things we can see, not the things we can feel, not our body, not our flesh, not our circumstance, not what the natural says, but we look to the spiritual. We look with eyes of faith into the supernatural where our true life is. It's hidden in, it's hidden in Christ and it's hidden in God. And so that, that is one thing we are not to consider, but we are to consider the things higher. We're to consider the supernatural. We're to consider our new life in Christ. That goes into our point number two. Consider your new life in Christ and identify with your new life. So let's go to the scripture for this one. And this is really where this kind of all sprung up was this scripture here that I was reading the other day in Romans 6. Because it was talking about consider your new life in Christ. And this, it, it, 
triggered me to say, okay, well, we don't consider our flesh. We don't consider our body. And then the third point that I'll get into in a little bit. So verse um, 11 says, so even so consider yourselves also dead to sin and your relation to it broken, but alive to God, living in unbroken fellowship with him in Christ Jesus. So consider your new life in Christ and identify with your new life. One thing that's really important as believers is we have to identify with who we are now. We have to get the word and know I am the righteousness of God in Christ. I no longer see myself as a sinner. I no longer see myself as a person who's um, who's sinning any longer because the, my relationship to sin has been broken. According to this, the scripture, it says your relation to sin is broken. You consider yourselves dead to sin. Reckon yourself as dead to it. See myself like that's what something we we actually have to consider. I have to see myself as a person that has literally been separated from sin. I have to see myself as sin having no hold on me. You can picture yourself once in slavery, the 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 devil's grip was upon your life. His hands were meddling and everything, but no longer is that your story. Now that you are you have a life in Christ. You have a brand new life in Christ. You have been separated from the enemy, from his plans, from his agenda for your life, from sin gripping you and keeping you a place that was sending you to hell, destroying your life, destruction gripping you, anxiety, depression, fear. All of those things have been broken. See yourself dead to sin. See yourself dead to depression. See yourself dead to anxiety in your life and your relation to those things in your past life completely broken reckon yourself as alive to god living in unbroken fellowship in your new life in christ jesus let's go to verse four of romans six it says i'm going to read in the amplified version verse four romans six we have therefore been buried with christ through baptism into death so that just as christ was raised from the dead through the glory and power of the Father, we too might walk habitually in newness of life, abandoning our old ways. So we see ourselves. We have to consider not the current state, the natural, what we might be in, but and we are to consider ourselves in our new life in Christ Jesus. A big thing that as 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 believers we have to continually do and that's why if you if you're a new bo- new believer one of the first things to study up on is who who you are in Christ Jesus your identity and start to and start to identify with who Christ has made you to be you can look at who Christ is and know if Christ is this way so am I the bible says as as he is so are we in this world And so as Christ is, so am I. And so identify yourself as that. You see yourself as Christ sees you. You see yourself as the word says you are. You see yourself in your newness of life, free of shame, free of guilt, free of of sickness, free of disease, free of torment. Free of the grip of the enemy. You're not fail. You're not a failure. You're not. Um, 
disregarded. You're not rejected. You've been accepted. You've been approved by God. You've been made whole. You are highly favored. You are what Christ has made you to be. And so identify with your new life in Christ and consider who you are in Christ Jesus. That is that is what that verse says in Romans 6, 11. And one, one other verse I want to go to is in Ephesians, Ephesians 2, verse 6, about seeing yourself, your new life in Christ Jesus. This is such a powerful verse. It says, And God has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Consider yourself as seated with Christ in heavenly places. As Ephesians 2, 6 says, Consider yourself as a, a king and um, a king and a priest in this life as ruling and reigning with Christ Jesus. We're not in a lowly state in this world. We actually live above the natural world. We live in the supernatural. We live in the spiritual realm. We are raised up to a new life because Christ died for us and we died with him. We see ourselves as dead. We see ourselves going to the grave. As he was crucified, we've been crucified with him. But if he's been crucified, it says that he also went to hell. That means that he took my sin to hell. He went there and guess what? I virtually went there with him. I was buried with him. I went to the grave with him. I left the old life with him. And it says that the power of God raised him up to newness of life. And when he was raised up, I was raised up. Ephesians 2 6. He has raised us up together. I consider myself as raised up to newness of life. And it says, now we've been made to sit together in heavenly places. So if Christ is sitting up at the right hand of the Father, then I'm seated with Christ in heavenly places. I see myself in that high place. I consider myself in that place. I consider where I'm seated, my position, my role, and I take my place. And I, and I, and I, and I, and like that verse says in Romans um, 6, 4, I'm going back. I'm going to have to jump pages here. Um, Romans 6, 4, we behave like our new life. We actually live in that newness of life. Verse 4, it says that we too might walk habitually in this newness of life, abandoning our old ways. When we consider our new life and we consider what Christ has done, we consider where we're seated with him in heavenly places, we, we begin to walk in that newness of life. We begin to live it out. What we meditate on, what we think about, what, where we see ourselves is where we're going. So it's all for the, the reason of abandoning the old, ab- abandoning the flesh, dictating where we're going, the natural circumstances being where we're going. But we, we take the word of God, the supernatural, the spiritual, and we direct our lives by considering that thing. So we consider our new life in Christ Jesus. We consider ourselves dead to sin and risen to newness of life. Number three, this will be the last point. Consider Christ. Hebrews 12 Verse 2 and 3. So consider not the flesh. Consider your new life in Christ Jesus and consider Christ. Number 3. Hebrews 2. Hebrews 12 verse 2 says. 
looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. For consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against him, lest ye be wearied and faint in your minds. Ye have not resisted unto blood, striving against sin. Okay, I'm going to stop there. So, yeah, that was a few, uh, Hebrews 12, verse 2 and 3. So it says, we look to Jesus. We consider Jesus. Consider him. Consider Christ. Consider the one who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Consider the one who started the work on the inside of you. In Philippians, it says that he who began a good work on the inside of you will be the one who will bring it to completion, perfection in your life. If he started something in you, you best know that he will complete it. If he showed you something in the word, he's going to be the one to complete that word. He's going to be the one to perform it. He says, am I I a man that I should lie? Will I not perform my word? Will I not bring it to pass? He's faithful. He who promised is faithful. Just like with Abraham, he considered the one who was able to raise the dead back to life, who was able to call the things that be not as though it were. He knew God. He was considering God. He was considering Christ. He was considering the one who promised. And when you consider Christ, the one who starts the work, the one who is the finisher, the one who initiates your faith, who writes your story, you know that he's going to accomplish things in your life. He's, you consider the deliverer. He's the deliverer. You consider Christ the deliverer, Christ the rescuer, Christ your savior, Christ your provider. You consider Christ the healer. Christ is the healer. Consider him when you need healing. Don't consider the flesh. Don't consider the body. Consider I'm seated with Christ in heavenly places. As he is, so am I. I consider Christ. I consider him as my healer. I consider him as the one that bore my sin, bore my iniquity, took my diseases, carried away my pain. I considered that he, that he was the one that, that endured uh, the stripes on his back. And by his stripes, I am healed. I consider him Christ the healer. I consider him the king of glory. I consider the great and mighty one, the, the one who is triumphant in battle. I consider that he's the one that was raised back to life, that there's anything in my life that needs resurrection, that needs, uh, that needs raising, that needs lifting, that needs life, that he's the one that will bring it to life. He was, he's the one that will bring it back to life. He lives and he dwells on the inside of me. You consider him who lives on the inside of you. We don't consider what's happening, but we consider the one who can do all things. He's the God of all impossibilities. He's the God who is the El Shaddai, the God of way more than enough, above and beyond what we could ever ask, think, or imagine. He's the exceedingly, abundantly more, the immeasurably more type of God. And so we consider him in our situations, in our lives, and we watch him do the impossible in our lives because... That's what we're instructed to do. Not consider the situation, not consider the current state, not consider not consider the natural, but we consider our new life in Christ and we consider Christ the one who is able, the one who can do all things, the one who makes the impossibilities possibilities in our lives.
So to finish, let's go to Romans 8, verse 31. It says, Now what shall we say to all these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Verse 37, Romans 8. Nay, in all these things, all these things that we can consider, all these things that we can talk about, what are we considering? We consider Christ. We consider what he's done for us. We consider our new life. In all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. He makes us more than conquerors. We don't, we don't consider the battle. We consider the, the, the one who's made us vict- victorious. We consider the one who's made us more than conquerors. We consider that overwhelming is overwhelming victory is ours through Christ Jesus. We consider the victor. We consider the victory that the victor has won for us. We consider what his word says, and we will see about everything that which we consider, that we're thinking about, that we're regarding, that we're fixing our eyes and our mind upon. So I encourage y'all this week with these, with these, uh, with these words, with these things to consider. Consider these things. Don't consider what's going on. Consider what what God has made you to be. Consider his word. Consider Christ. Look to Jesus. Keep your eyes on Jesus. Don't look to man. You can follow, you can follow man if they're following Christ. But we, we, we look to Jesus. He was the author. He's the finisher of our faith. He can do all things. And he's doing mighty, great, glorious, extravagant, abundant things for you in your life. As you seek him. As you press in. As you consider him, as you read the word, stay in the word, continue in the word, pray the word, pray in the Holy Spirit as he will take that word and make it a reality to you. Consider it, speak it, and you will walk it and live it and experience the fullness of everything that God has for you. So I pray that this bless you today. Let it encourage you. And I invite you to our next young adult service. That will be the last Friday of the month coming up. And I love y'all very much. I'll see y'all next time. Bye. Thanks again for tuning in. Don't forget, you can always stay up to date with us. And even message us on Instagram at YA underscore power of love. Thanks again, and we'll see you on the next one.